0: What up winners! Welcome back to Focus on Winning Podcast. My name is Ashraf. So, here's an overview of what we will cover today. So, the first one is how to find a voice for a non-entrepreneur. So, if you or maybe your friends and families are not into entrepreneurship, then maybe this can help them to find their voice. Secondly, how to take your voice to the next level so you can reach more people more audience and you can build a tribe around that the third one is how to structure your stories for your documentary so you can get more trust and more authority and build your brand because the only way you can get people to like your brand is to have your stories attached to it right and just to let you know that this is the second part of the three-part series of how to find your voice So if you haven't listened to the first part, then make sure to go back to the episode 48 where we talk about how to keep a customer buy from you many, many times, why your goal must be aligned with your core value, the four awareness pillars to cure entrepreneurs' inability to move forward, which are origin, legacy, magnetic field, and resources. So before we begin, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can get another part for this series, How to Find Your Voice Part 3. And also make sure to give rates and reviews on iTunes so I know your opinions about this episode or maybe the whole show, what to improve about it or what to add, or maybe what kind of guests do you want to do you, do you want me to invite? So anyway, just sit back and enjoy the show.
1: So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheruf as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning.
0: Alright, so everything you said so far makes sense to me. Even the the passion part where you broke down into four pillars. Wow, I never thought about that. (laughs) You know, I just realized this one thing. This technique, this thing that you just talk about are more into entrepreneurships, right? How about for the non-entrepreneur? I mean, the people who just wants to find their voice and use that to be a leader. Or maybe just want to find your own voice so they can... Build a brand around it, you know, like influencers. So, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question, and and you can look at um, because with finding your voice, that does start up. At, at, it can be a, a, applicable to really, especially any any position in life, but especially leadership positions where you're having to speak to people and provide leadership and direction. Um, I think that depending on the context of of finding like what your voice actually means and the intention behind it is what needs to be considered. So if the intention is for entrepreneurship then you need to think about what you're trying to what your messaging is for the people you're serving as an entrepreneur. If you're a manager, if you work for a company and you're the mm-hmm. you're the general manager you have different intentions there. Your intention is to lead a team. It's to Mm -hmm. manage the operations and what that voice needs to be for that container is going to be different than the voice that needs to be. If you are, um, trying to build a movement and you're trying to create, uh, you know, this opportunity for people within business. And, And, and it's a little bit more, um, I guess, free, so to speak, where, uh, when you're actually getting into these different vehicles of, of projecting your voice out, um, then you're going to have different contexts wrapped around it. But I think overall from a principle standpoint, you need to, you need to find the authentic voice like of what you are and what you stand for and have awareness around what that means to, to you because we're all different. We're all unique We all have we just all have our ways about ourselves that are just unique and bringing awareness around what that looks like and having authenticity is going to help you be more confident when it comes to actually dispelling your voice. And the other thing, too, and this was a game changer for me uh, when it comes to projecting your voice out and your messaging out, you have to understand that this is not about you. This is about them right mm-hmm. this is and and that's where people i think can get a little bit stuck they get over analytical on themselves as far as how they sound how they look um just a number of things that creates this self-conscious pos- position on that that makes it really difficult for them excuse me that makes it really difficult for them to actually speak out their message so you like if you're a general manager right let's just take somebody that's not an entrepreneur you need to understand mm-hmm. that you're there to serve the team of that business, the operational team of that business. This isn't about you. This is about serving them as a leader. So when you put it, when you kind of turn the lens around to face outward to the people, then you start to, and this is what happened to me. And I, and I believe this happens with other people. I haven't really tested it as much with other people, but when you do turn that lens around, you become... <sighs> just more confident, more clear, more authentic about your messaging because you know at that point in time that this is for this is for the people I'm serving and it has nothing to do really with me. It's all about serving people and and delivering a specific message that's going to help put them in motion. So
0: wow. So it's all about our intentions and our clear messaging. Mhm. Mhm. It's nice that's a nice way how you put put it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so,
0: mm-hmm. so, and maybe some of our uh listeners have already found their own unique voice, and maybe they are maybe they are living with it right now, so is it possible to take it to the next level
1: so I think that yeah, I, I think there's scalability actually within this when the, within this process, right? Um, and that's the way mm-hmm. it should be approached, especially if you're, let's just say you're brand new and you were like me back mm-hmm. in 2018, and I couldn't post, I couldn't even post something on social media. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's if if that's where you're at, like you just need to get comfortable with just posting content on your profile, right? And it's mm-hmm. it, it's and it's in a safer environment for you. But eventually, you'll get to a point where, like, let's just say, like, what does what does the big, grand messaging, delivering your voice thing look like for people? It would be speaking in a stadium of fifty thousand people and giving a presentation. Wow. Right? Like, imagine, like, imagine doing that. Imagine, like, getting in into you know Texas Stadium. It's got Mm -hmm. 50,000 people there and you're delivering a speech or you're actually on national television, you know, live with millions Mm -hmm. of people watching you talk about something Um, or you're doing a Ted talk or, you know, something like these really high level achievements of publishing and delivering a message. If you are, that's like, those are those levels, right? Where you can kind of move up those levels of of publishing with your voice and, I think the the way you start is you just you take it one outcome at a time mm-hmm. if you're brand new, then let's just get you used to just posting things on your profile, getting used to how people engage with you, then eventually you need to start going live on Facebook or Instagram, whatever your platform is, and then you start getting used to that then you maybe you launch your own podcast or you launch a YouTube station or something to that nature. maybe after that you start doing actual live speaking events but you know, maybe it's with 15 people and it's not, or 20 mm-hmm. people, they're small groups. It's not some big giant speaking event. And then from there, you just continue to scale to bigger and bigger and bigger audiences. And as you continue nurturing and finding your voice, you're going to be able to then continue to scale, uh, be, uh, because your messaging is becoming impactful to the world and p- more people want to hear it. Uh, but, the process around this, and what's really, really important to keep in mind is that you have to have structure around your content, right? Because if you if content without structure is just noise. And that was something I learned from my mentors. Like mm. if you just put out content that has no congruency with anything, and you don't have any structure to it, all you're doing is just adding to the noise, and you're not really helping people doing when you do that. So just being hog wild with with publishing and there's no congruency or anything with your messaging can hurt you more than it can help you. Right. Uh, so as you start developing your voice and you start creating this movement, more and more people want to know about you and they start surrounding themselves. They start joining your mission. And then ultimately that creates mm-hmm. this level of magnitude where, you know, Hey, you're somebody who influences millions of people and you might get invited to speak on that stage with for the TED talk or for coming on to, wow. you know, some big news publication because you've established that level of, of authority. Um, but it just takes being hyper-focused on the message and continuing over and over and over to deliver it. And then the more you talk about your message, the better you get at telling it, you know um, I think getting really concise on your messaging really also helps quite a bit too.
0: Love that. So I like that one quote you said, Content without structure is just noise. So you mentioned it before that every every content must have a structure. So what is your example of a structure?
1: Yeah. So structure is, um, and again, this is something I, I've learned actually fairly recently um, from a mentor of mine, George Bryant, and and he had mm-hmm. and mentioned he's like you know content without structure is noise, and he talks about containers. So what I what, like everything has to be intentional right like you have to be intentional about what you're doing with publishing content and what i mean by that is uh if you're just kind of randomly pulling content from different places and just posting it and there's no real like one day it's a cat meme playing a pet piano talking about <laughs> eating you know fried tacos <laughs> and then the next day you're talking about you know selling broomsticks and the Shopify store. And then the next day you're <laughs> talking about like, you know what I mean? Like it's just noise. It's just a bunch of randomness and there's no structure behind it. But like for me, mm-hmm. like I know that, and I call them my content containers where you you look at interest, you look at your origin and your background, kind of where you came from, you look at your expertise and then you take positions to be polarizing. And if you look at any, any big thought leader out there, and I'll use, I like to use Gary V as an example, Gary Vaynerchuk. They they do this exact mm-hmm. same thing over and over and over and over again. I can tell you, like, I can tell you Gary V's backstory. I know he, he was a Russian immigrant and his dad he worked in his dad's liquor store and he traded baseball cards and he was a CDNF student. And then he ended up starting winelibrary.com and discovered YouTube and got on the internet and built it from three to 60 million. And you know, now he's got <coughs> VaynerMedia and there's certain things, positions he takes very clearly on like parenting and building your brand on social media. Uh, I, I've never spoke to the guy, but I know his life story, you know, and I know exactly what he, he stands Damn. for and that structure, right? Like the fact that I can go and just talk about Gary V and pretty much deliver his backstory. And I have that in depth of understanding about who he is with never even met meeting the guy that's structured, powerful content. And anybody you see in the space that has high authority, they all have, they're all doing the same thing. They're all modeling and creating structured content. That's ultimately building their authority because people can keep it all within their head about that person. It's like, yeah, I know. That's what that person represents. It's very clear to me that that's what that person represents. And I jive with that. I connect with that. So I want to join their journey. I want to follow their mission because that's the thing that I represent too. So does that make sense? Like as far as like how to create structure around your content?
0: Oh yeah. It all makes sense to me. You know, even Gary V once said, in order to build a personal brand, we have to document everything that we do. So I, I think that's what you are getting to because, you know, every content must have a structure. So one thing about structure is that it can be a part of our journey. We can just tell our stories. That's how we find our own voice. We, we use our voice to build a brand by documentary.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, as long as you're intentional about it and I have, um, I have a, and actually it's something I'm eventually going to roll out as, as an offer. I call it like a 30 day booster type thing. But, um, the way I look at it when it comes to building a personal brand, right? Because if you're online, you're, you're building a personal brand, whether you realize it or Mm -hmm. not. And, um, so when you're posting content out to the masses and you're publishing content, you need to have intentionality behind w- how that works. So I I look at it into four categories of, of of the type of content you should be posting for your personal brand, and that is content that relates to specific interests of yours. Like, and we'll use Gary V, right? Gary, let's just use because a lot of people know who Gary V is, so we will use him as an example. I know that Gary mm-hmm. V is really into the New York Jets. I know that he loves baseball cards. I know that he loves going to yard sales and flipping. And like, I know those are things. I know he loves wine. Like those are interests of his. And he makes it really clear in his content that those are his interests, right? And then you get into Mm -hmm. um, the expertise, right? Like this is, you got to include expertise and you need to make sure that that's in your content and how you're delivering and because otherwise people are going to be like, I like this person, but I don't know why I would ever work with them or or do anything with them. And Gary Vee makes it very clear that he is an expert in like social media management and content creation and building your personal brand. Like that is his thing. And he's really, really good at it. And he makes it very clear that that's his expertise because you see the documentation of him having conversations with people everywhere Around those terms of building, like you see people ask him, like, "So Gary, what should I do if I'm afraid to post, or this, that, and the other?" And he gives this pretty like harsh response, but that's just him. That's his personality. That's his voice. So then you move into mm-hmm. the origin, which is like your backstory, right? And that's something that like Russell Brunson, a lot of are familiar, like, "What's our origin story?" And that's where like with Gary V, it's like, "Yeah, I know the guy came from Russia. They escaped." you know uh, I guess the, the Russian regime at the time and his family, they just dropped into New York and they didn't have anything. And his dad started a liquor store and then he worked there, you know, working these crazy hours while his friends were out having fun. And like, I know that about his backstory wow. because he talks about it all the time. And then you get into positions, positions as where, and I'll use Steven Larson as a, as an example because I think he does a brilliant job with positions where you actually take a position on something So for Steven Larson, he's got the capitalist pig hat, you know, and he's taking a position Mm -hmm. that I'm for capitalism and I don't like socialism. And it's like if you look at his brand, he's very polarizing with his position on capitalism because that's, you know, it's you're getting into politics, which can be some dangerous waters, but it's very polarizing and it has an impeccable way of attracting people you want into your tribe and into your movement and repelling the people you don't want because Mm -hmm. people who are like really like not into socialism and they think it's a terrible idea are going to really get attracted to him and his mission because he's made it very clear what his position is on that and being something that's that controversial, it can be extremely powerful. So those are like the four containers that I teach on as far as finding your voice, especially when, as it relates to building your personal brand, that's going to create a memorable experience for your audience that allows them to like join your movement and they understand exactly why they're joining your movement.
0: So some of the things that we have to post on social media about finding your voice and build personal brand are, we have to show our interests, our expertise, and Tell them our backstories, right? So those are the three things we have to post.
1: Yeah, that and also positions too, like taking positions on certain, certain things uh, and being polarizing.
0: All right, there you go. The second part of how to find your voice. So on the next part, we'll be talking about why is it called voice? Have you ever thought about that? Why is it called finding your voice instead of finding your image? Or maybe your personality or uniqueness, right? So, so Jake will cover that too. Why people call it voice. Secondly, the second thing we will be talking is the wrong way of using your voice. So, it's basically like the abusive ways of using a voice. (laughs) Isn't it funny? We can use our voice to abuse (laughs) ourselves. So if you are wondering whether you are using your voice correctly or incorrectly, you'll know that soon when this episode comes out and the third one is the one crucial thing to do to find your voice and build your brand. So you know, we all want to build a brand, we all want to find our voice, right? So you need this one thing to actually find it and build the brand you love. So if you want to discover all of this thing, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And also if you can share it to your friends and families, you know, I, I really believe that this episode can benefit them, can help them find their voice, can help them find their uniqueness, personality, can harness that, right? So if you share that, I will be really, really grateful. And if you are sharing it, If you share it on your stories, make sure to tag me, Ashraf Faro. So until then, stay winning.
1: Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.